Hi y'all, I know, I know, we weren't even going to have an episode this week, but sometimes Judy calls. It's Green School's Walk to School Week, and today is actually National Walk to School Day. Did you stroll in earlier, shuffling to class when you'd usually drive? Well, if you didn't, don't worry, because there's always tomorrow. Walking to school as an active mode of travel or walking for fun is an opportunity for us to increase physical activity as well as cutting down on transport emissions. Feels like a no-brainer to me. Last Monday, 150 young people between the ages of 10 to 24 gathered at CHQ in Dublin as part of the Walk 21 conference. They met to help shape communities of the future, places where walking and active travel is safer for all, and we walked with them. My name is Lorraine Darcy and I'm a lecturer in TU Dublin in Sustainable Transport. Today we have the International Conference on Walking and Livable Communities coming to Ireland. We have delegates from all around the world and they are talking about what can we do to make places that we live and we work around our schools more walkable, which means easier to walk in and also really nice places to be. Today we said we'd get the real experts into the room. These children are coming from all around the Greater Dublin area and they're all arriving by public transport as well. So they're going to be walking here and we're going to be asking them about that walk. And they're going to be working on telling us what are the key challenges to walking and what are the opportunities, what can we do to make it better. Josh from D7 ET in 6th class. I don't walk to school because it's too far away and it takes me too long. It would only take me 15 minutes to walk to school and I only take the car just because the option's there. My daddy drops me on his way to work so I could walk to school. My name's Emine. I get to school in the car. It's too far to me to walk there. Don't walk to school or school. I get a lift in a car. I say the weather is a, a, a really big factor in terms of like walking to school, you know. It could be a, a bad day, like you don't want to be walking to school but if it's sunny you want to get out there and enjoy the sun you know what I mean we are then going to think about where can we walk and where can we walk easily what is not considered a trip my name's Jennifer Boyer. I'm the Vice President for Sustainability at TU Dublin. Today's event, uh, particularly with all of the different generations that are contributing, is about building up a voice for sustainability and enabling agents for change, in particular those around climate action. My name's Ella Ishik. I think it's important for young people to walk more because it's such a sustainable way of getting around. And the times are changing. We're moving away from using you know, just a single car even like walking to school, walking to see your friends and just walking as a hobby in general isn't kind of important. I'm Camille Pasteur, I'm 15 years old. I believe that it promotes the importance of well-being, mental well-being and that there is no disadvantages to it in terms of how it helps you, how it helps the environment and how it helps the sustainability of the world. Hi, my name's Maya Deegan and I'm in Educate Together Dublin 7 National School. I think it's better exercise and it's better for the environment as well, obviously. It'd be more fun if instead of going in your car you could walk with your friends or cycle with your friends. I'm Roman Thornton, I'm the Chief Exec of Walk21. Now we're particularly excited with the Irish Conference because the Irish Government is investing in walking in a 
global first, the volume and extent of their investment. And what that means is that we've been able to host a youth forum here um, because children love to move independently in our communities and walking is the way that they can do that. And if we enable streets and public spaces where children can move independently, not only do they get the physical activity and spatial awareness development that they need, but their parents get liberated from having to ferry them everywhere as well. Children love walking in our communities and we should, as adults, be enabling them to do that. My name is Sarah Flynn and I'm the founder of Level Playing Field. We work with teen girls and city planners and designers and we bring them together to co-design solutions to make public spaces more friendly to girls. Safety is definitely a massive issue. There's both feeling unsafe and then being unsafe. Some things that we discovered in the workshops that contribute to them feeling unsafe are lack of lighting or poor lighting, antisocial behaviour. If there is um, not very many entrances or exits um, in the public space, and if they can't see like right through the space, so they want to be able to have clear sightlines through the space. I just feel like as a young girl in today's society, especially in my area, it just feels very dangerous and I feel very self-conscious when I'm walking, by myself especially, and I wouldn't be walking to school or anywhere really with people. So I just would feel a bit uncomfortable walking by myself, especially in the winter when it's becoming dark and it's dark in the morning and there's lots of boys on bikes and they're speeding by or they're just looking very unfriendly. If we choose to cycle, our uniforms can prevent us from doing so because they're uncomfortable, we can feel judged or very self-conscious because it's inconvenient sometimes, so that may stop us from one mode of transport. I think just walking or cycling alone as a whole can be quite a daunting experience, like thinking of all the possibilities that could happen just because you're a girl, it's quite scary. And to think that younger girls, it's just becoming more aware to them, younger and younger, and the problem isn't really getting better, just more girls are becoming aware of it from a younger age. It's just scary. Like, I know if I see, like, a gang of boys in the park or something, I tend to walk away because I don't really want to face them, I guess. Today I'm at the Rock Ireland 21 conference. We're listening to young people, their ideas and what their challenges are and their needs. So that's a great step. They're really creative and they know what is right for them. So we, we have to listen. I think that they should be involved in public consultation or even better to actually co-design with planners, designers, other city leaders and have them involved in the design process from the start to finish. Um, And then also I think there's room for uh, policy improvements around young people and public spaces. Through the process of designing, they learn skills around design, they learn that they're creative, they learn that their voice matters and they grow in their confidence. They can feel a greater ownership over the final result because they helped to design it and then that can result in them spending more time in that place because they help to make it a reality. I think that like society and our communities need to change, especially education, for maybe boys in particular, but everyone kind of to just be friendly, not like dangerous and improve the kind of surroundings because where I live... There's no really infrastructure for walking properly. There's like 
one zebra crossing, there's the traffic lights don't work sometimes and it's just very awkward to be walking around all the time. Hi, my name is Maria. I scoot to school. I find it safe. I'd say personally the footpath might be a bit small for that, but like I enjoy doing it. Summers there's like a lot of traffic and I have to go on the footpath. But then the footpath is very small as well, so it can get very like busy and stuff. Sometimes I have to cycle on the path because uh, it's just too busy and I and there's no cycle path. We've got infrastructure that plays a key role, or lack thereof in some cases, um, but we are seeing things change, in particular the kind of Fairview area, which is looking at all of the new infrastructure for cycling and walking coming into fruition. Um, and I think uh, we've got a lot to learn as well in terms of other cities, uh, in particular in um, the continent, where cycling infrastructure has been a part of the culture for many decades. So it's about changing our hearts and our minds to you know, shift from a car first choice to a bike first choice or a walk first choice. I think it's great that everybody gets to be involved and make sure that they're heard, really. Children from all backgrounds need to be a part of the discussion on how our public spaces are being shaped. Because we're going to be using them for a long time to come. Walk 21 is a big step in the right direction. And don't forget, even if you don't walk to school every day, why not consider a walk on Wednesday or WOW, if it's in any way possible where you live? Today's Ecolution was recorded and edited by Aoife O'Neill and presented by me, Evie Kenny. This is Anne. Our-